Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. Psalms chapter 100 and verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. There was a husband. He was telling his, his buddies at work. He said, yeah, I was talking to my wife the other day. And they said, oh yeah? He said, yeah, I was telling her I am the man of this house. I am making all the decisions from here on out. And she said, oh yeah? He said, yep. And I command you, you just cook, clean, iron my clothes, and whatever else I decide, that's what you do. And his buddy said, well, what did she say? And the man said, would you believe it? My wife came to me crawling on her knees. Said, she came to you crawling on your knees? And the man said, yes, she did. And the buddy said, well, what did she say? And he kind of hung his head and he said, she said, um, why don't you come out from under the bed and say that? (laughs) I like to preach on the thought of a message. (laughs) You married folks know how it is. (laughs) Talk is tough. Talk is cheap. I'd like to preach on the thought of a message making decisions making decisions i believe i shared with my wife and i shared with my daughter when people ask you what is the first question someone asks you when they meet you they might ask you what's your name or where are you from and then what is the third question people usually ask you what do you do what if you're unemployed what are you nothing It's like, well, I'm nobody, I guess. I don't have a day job. Or I'm a full-time mom, so I don't do anything, right? And in the world's estimation, first of all, moms do more than you know. They deal with biohazards almost every day, okay? But uh, I've talked to my wife and my daughter and said, when you know, when people ask you that, what do you do for a living? The answer to that is, I make decisions. You know that I believe that men and women realize because careers come and careers go. I remember when we went to see my father and he had retired from the uh, Foreign Service in Washington, D.C. Do you know that he can no longer go in to the State Department? His badge will not work. Someone said after they get out of the Navy SEALs, There comes a time when your ID gets deactivated and it will no longer get you in to the secure area. I remember when my military ID was no good and we had to get a reserve one. It was like a pink color. I'm like, really? Pink? I mean, for the reserves? It was supposed to be red, but it came out kind of pink. And it wouldn't get you the same access as it did before. You see, but although careers come and go, jobs come and go, Brethren, I want you to realize that the most important thing that you're going to do is make decisions. I read in an article from Psychology Today, you ever thought, how many decisions do I make in a day? Well, some sources suggest 35,000 decisions every day. 
Assuming that most people spend about seven hours per day sleeping and thus blissfully choice-free, right? That makes roughly 2,000 decisions per hour. So right now you're making a decision every two seconds. Think about it. Do I look over here? Do I scratch my nose? Should I come back to church? What do I eat for dinner when I come? And you're making decisions all the time in your heart and in your life. Brethren, I want to share with you, you know, that we need to do three things. First of all, in making decisions. First of all, there are some decisions that can be put off. That dentist appointment and can be put off, right? In the South, we talk about people lying through their tooth, right? Some people have put those dentist appointments off. You know that workout? It can be put off until January 1st, right? That's when you have the New Year's resolution. Just put it off. Cleaning out the closet, right? That's for springtime, right? So that can be put off. Some decisions, you might not put them off, but they really don't matter. Tea or coffee, Coke or Pepsi, Prince or Michael Jackson, <laughs> Nike or New Balance, Dust, was it? Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme. I know that, you know, but those really don't matter. Okay, but there are some decisions. There's one decision. And the first thing I'd like to share with you is one decision that is important that you have to make when you're down here on this earth. And the Bible declares that it has eternal consequences. What's the decision? Serve the Lord. The psalmist didn't say, hey, I've got a great idea. You should serve the Lord. Notice the authority that Psalm 100 says, serve the Lord. You know, the people, have you ever heard a voice of authority? I remember when I came to the house of God and I was a young service member and the Bible began to be preached and I began to realize, man, there's something in here that's not the preacher. There's something, there's something in here that's bigger than the little church that I attended. And I, there was an authority there. You know, when the disciples were around Jesus and Jesus commanded the waves and the winds to be still and they said, what manner of man? is this that he commanded the winds and the waves let me tell you his name is jesus and the bible said serve him serve the lord see the bible says that god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him that's a choice that's how we start serving god trusting jesus christ you know in the garden of eden man was given a choice right he was given the word of God. You can eat of any tree you want. But of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, he gave the location. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said, thou shalt not eat thereof. He said, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt die. Ooh. What did man do? He made a decision. You know what? He made the wrong decision. <laughs> the Bible said that Eve went up and she saw that the tree was good for fruit, uh, for food and desirable to make one wise. And she yielded to the temptation of this, this serpent that was lying to her. And the devil is still a liar. Okay. He might talk a good game. He is a liar and he's the father of it. But the Bible said that she ate and you know what? Death didn't pass upon all men until he ate. He had some more ribs. God could have made another one. I don't know what if you call her Eve and Ada or, you know, whatever else. Uh, but it said he ate. 
because she gave to her husband who was with her. And he made a decision. He made a decision. I would rather do it my way. I would rather do it someone else's way than to do it God's way. And that's why Jesus had to come and die on the cross. Jesus had to come and say, you know, man did it wrong. The son of man's going to come and he's going to do it right. That's why when he was tempted in the wilderness, he's like, nope. I'm not going to do that. Get thou hence. We should serve God only. God is the Lord. And you know that when Jesus came, he died on a cross without any sin. He was born of a virgin, so he didn't have the sin that was passed down from man's generation to generation. But Jesus made a decision to serve God. And you know what? The Bible said, interestingly enough, if you read down from John 3.16, it says... In John 3 and 21, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. I remember I was working construction and I was working with a guy uh, years ago and I said something and he goes, what did you say? What did you say? Because he thought I said a curse word. And I said, I said this and I repeated what I said. It wasn't a curse word. And he goes, oh, he said, I thought you said, you know, something else that was not encouraging. And I said, you know what? If it's not in your heart, it's not going to slip out. You know, people say, excuse my French. Well, let me tell you, none of those people spoke French. Those were English words, okay? And I know how to curse in French, but I don't even do that. Okay, but I'm thankful. Why? Because when God, I made a decision to serve the Lord. And the Bible says that your deeds, your works are going to be made manifest. That you made a decision to walk a different way. Serving God is the one decision. So you know what? We need to make a decision to serve God. And you know, when you do that, you make a decision to have purpose in your life. What's your purpose? You know, like I said, careers come, careers go. Pastor might be in church one service, might be out with COVID the next service. Said, preacher, but what do you do? I'm going to make my mind up. I remember when we had baptisms and we usually have them at the beach. Well, it's like a worship service and you know what we'll sing? There's a chorus. I have decided what? To follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. You know the word decision is like the word incision? It's a surgical term. It means to cut something off. It means to take all the other decisions and say, you know what? I'm going to choose this one, not that one. Have you ever been in a menu like McDonald's? You're like, mm. They're like, can I help you, sir? You're like, I've been here 15,000 times. And I even, I don't know what, and then you get the same thing, right? But you get, you look and you're like, man, what am I going to choose? And the people are backed up beside you. You know that I am thankful that I made a decision to serve Jesus. Brethren, once you make a decision to serve Jesus, a lot of other decisions take care of themselves. There was one lady that said, I'd rather go to heaven without you speaking to her boyfriend than to go to hell with you. Now, it's not wrong to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but let me tell you, our actions, our deeds, we have to decide that we're going to serve God during the daytime and during the nighttime and during Sunday and every day in between. I'm going to serve Jesus. It says serve the Lord. Make a decision. So preacher, what do you do? I serve God. Say, preacher, what else do you do? That's my job. I just serve God. And you know what? When I 
had a day job. What was my main job? To serve God. I remember when I was in Bible school, my truck broke down. I had a big, drove a big truck. And the hydraulic lines on the crane of the truck blew up. So the truck had these big arms that came down to support the crane. They were stuck in the down position. We weren't going anywhere. And it was a church night. So I called my boss. I said, boss, I'm going to have to leave the truck here. I'm going to church. And the boss said, um, you know, sometimes we have to make hard decisions in life. What was he trying to do? Get me to stay with the truck. I said, I already made up my decision. <laughs> I said, I'll wait till I think three o'clock. It was a long way from church. I said, preacher, are you really that crazy? Mm-hmm. Three o'clock or whatever the time came and went, right? So you know what I did? No one was stealing the truck, right? So the truck wasn't going anywhere. I left the truck on the job site. The maintenance man was coming there, right? And uh, I went to uh, a place to rent a car. I rented a car. What'd you do? Brother, I went to church. Do you remember what the service was on? Nope. But I remember that I made a decision and I went to church. And you know that interestingly enough, when my pastor died some years later, I was in Jacksonville and I went to my pastor's funeral, but my boss had also died. He was a younger man, maybe in his 50s, and, and he died, and I was able also to attend his funeral. And I thought, you know, I wonder if my decision, because, you know, careers are going to come to an end when we go, but the most important thing you need to see is someone making a decision for Jesus Christ. The Bible, so that was the one thing, and I'm like, God, I, and he was a Christian, but I hope my life spoke to him that the greatest thing you do is make up your mind to serve God. Now, Christians are loyal people to their work. Christians are loyal people to the country, but let me tell you, I'm going to serve God first. Serve the Lord. So we have to make a decision to, to serve the Lord. And I hope that you will, and I hope that you have, and I hope that you continue to. But let me tell you, the second thing is to make a decision to have a good spirit. Man, say, preacher, but I am down. But don't make a decision to be down. I can feel down, but it says serve the Lord with what? Gladness. Say, preacher, now if the Bible says it, I believe I can do it. Amen. I believe gladness is a decision. Joy is a decision. Happiness, that means everything's going right, right? But you know what? That's not Christian. Happiness is a, but what if you win the lottery? If you win the lottery, then you probably exercise a lot of retail therapy, right? But you know what? It'll make you happy for a little while. But you read about a lot of lotto winners. They're happy for a little while. Oh, if I won the lottery? Yeah, you'd buy a Lamborghini. Um... But it won't make any happier than when I was walking to church. I had my Lamborghinis. I was just walking to church with my Lamborghinis. <laughs> I felt good. Why? Because I'm serving the Lord. Because you know, said when my daughter's like, I'm Daddy, I'm hot. I told you about dragging my daughter with me. She was, and I'm like, honey, I got to make it to church. And she's like, Daddy, carry me. So I carried her one way. And she said, it, I'd rather walk, Daddy. And then she goes, carry me this way. So I'm carrying her and then setting her down and then dragging her to church. But you know what? I can still have joy in my heart. Circumstances are circumstances. They're around you. But they can't change what you make a decision to have 
inside of you. Serve the Lord with gladness. There was a, an account that said this suburban pastor, he had these services and he had, you know, respected professional people in his church. But his father came by. His father was an evangelist and his father got excited and his father would preach and, and his father, uh, he uh, had him open all the windows in the church and sing real loud out into the neighborhood so that the people could hear him. The next day, the, the pastor's banker mentioned overhearing. So I, I overheard some things coming out of your church, you know, that I don't usually hear. And the pastor kind of was, you know, kind of was sheepish. He's like, what, what did you think about that? And the buttoned up banker said, you know, the neighborhood was waiting to hear the church live out the joy that they claimed. You know that I'm thankful that when you're a Christian, people are waiting. Say, preacher, I need a blessing. But sometimes you are the blessing. Sometimes you're the blessing someone's been praying for. Sometimes you're the blessing someone's been looking for. Sometimes people need to hear people sing with gladness. I remember we have a, had a guest book and it said, who invited you? And some of the answers were priceless. And someone wrote God, someone wrote no one, someone wrote the pastor. You know what someone wrote? My favorite one. He wrote, heard praise furiously. So he was outside the church and he heard people praising God. I don't know how you could furiously praise God, but he's like, man, I got to come in. And see where these people, what they're shouting about. Let me tell you that Jesus will give you something to shout about. When I gave my heart to Jesus, I realized I made a reservation. What do you mean? I've got a reservation. Paul said, he said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. He said, henceforth, because of this, from now on, there is laid up, which means reserved. For me. Did you know that? A crown of righteousness. He said God has got a reservation up there. And the Bible says, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, and this is good news, but unto all them that love his appearing. I can sing with gladness because God's got a reservation for the people that believe in him. The Bible also said, I can sing with gladness. Because, what's well, a preacher, I got COVID. Been there, done that. Got the negative test, thank, thankfully, right? I told my wife, I was like, I should take a picture of this positive test. I mean, if it was a pregnancy test, I would have been pregnant. I mean, it was like, boom. I mean, I was like, wow, look at that. It didn't take 15 minutes. It took like 15 seconds, and I was positive, right? I said, preacher, what do you do? My favorite, one of my favorite verses in the, in, the, in the Word of God is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. You know, when you're a Christian, the Bible says, and we know. That all things work together for what? Good. So how could God work this out for good? I don't know. But I know that's what he said. And I'm just trusting in it when I'm singing with gladness. The Bible said, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I remember, you know, when you commit your works unto the Lord, your thoughts will be established. I remember, just go to church and let God deal with it. Just go serve God and let God deal with it. Just trust the Lord. God will work it together for good. Now, as a full-time pastor, 
part of the tithes and the Sunday offering. A tithe is 10%. It's a tenth of what God blesses you with. If you get paid $1,000, a tithe is $100. It's a tenth. It goes in those envelopes or it gets assigned to tithe. And that's what supports the preacher. In fact, 60%, once the bills are paid, if the bills aren't paid, the bills get paid first for the church. Once the bills are paid and there's money in the general fund, we have to have $5,000 of extra. And uh, then if those are satisfied, then 60% of the tithe and 60% of the Sunday morning offering, not today because it's World Missions offering, goes to the pastor. And I was telling my wife one, one Sunday, uh, I said, honey, and we get paid after the Sunday services. And uh, I said, it's going to be a light light one this week and you know the pastor has rent and all these other things that we all enjoy right cell phone bills and all these other bills and gas bills and my 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 car likes to drink premium it has champagne taste on a beer budget right so i told my wife i said it's gonna be light 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 one and uh, i said you know sunday night people don't typically pay tithe on sunday night services sometimes you know and if it goes online, it, it waits like a week and a half. And I'm just going to share with this. Someone had mailed in tithe. And I just thought to check Sunday night right before the service. And it was like, it was, it, was, it was a lot of money. And they don't even attend church here. But God just laid it on their heart to send tithe. And I was like, wow. You see, sometimes you don't even know how God's going to work something out. And you say, preacher, was it there today? I checked. No, it wasn't there today. But you know what? I checked something else. The word of God said God will never leave us. God will never forsake us. He's going to work it together for our good. That's why Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. He said, you believe in God. He said, believe also in me. He said, I've prepared for you a place. He said, in my father's house are many. You know, God's preparing things for us. We can have gladness. God's preparing things for us in our future that are good. We can have gladness and confidence in him. It's a decision. He said, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. He said, uh, the joy of the Lord. It's like our strength. Have you ever heard a good, uh, you know, you laughed and you felt like you let off steam? Like, oh, it feels so good to laugh. And sometimes we're the greatest things to laugh at. If you're a lady, right when you get up in the morning, look in the mirror. Okay. If that doesn't get your attention, right? But if you're a guy, if you're having a bad attitude, look in the mirror. You're like, man, that's what I look like? Right. You can scare the pain off something, right? But you know that we can choose to have joy. Someone said, hey, uh, are things going your way? And this is the last thing I'd like to share. I said, no. I said, I'm going God's way. He keeps the last thing. We need to make a decision. The Bible says we need to make a decision to stay near the source. What's the source? Jesus. The Bible says, thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence. You know where your joy is? In thy presence is fullness of joy. You know that you can win the lotto and you'll have happiness for a while. You can, uh, you know, get a big paycheck or, or have a vacation. But if you want joy, you have to stay with, with Jesus. There was a man named Blind Bartimaeus. And the Bible says that when Jesus passed by, he began to cry out, Jesus, thou 
Son of David, have mercy on me. And people began to say, be quiet, be quiet. They told him to shut up, hold your peace. And the Bible said he cried out the more, a great deal. He didn't let God, he was, he was, he was crying out for his deliverer. He's making a decision. Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus stopped. And they, they brought this man to Jesus. And he said, what will thou that I should do unto thee? What do you need, blind Bartimaeus? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Well, that's big, right? But you know what? God can answer big prayers if you can have faith to pray. And Jesus said unto him, go thy way. He said, thy faith hath made thee whole. But notice what blind Bartimaeus did. He made a decision. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. You see, he made his way God's way. You see, because, you know, if you really want to come before his presence with singing, it's his presence that is the solution to all of our problems. Because if we can keep ourselves in the love of God, say, preacher, wherever God is, we got the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. If I can stay in peace, we just got to stay with Jesus. You know, before service, and I'm about to close, I was outside and there was a gentleman we were inviting to, we had invited him to church a few times. We met him. He lives near the church. And it was about an hour prior to service. I said, hey, you got time. Go home and you can get ready to come to church. He goes, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know. And I, I, I touched him on the shoulder and I said, sir, I said, you're invited. You're just invited. And he looked at me and he said, I just need to tell myself that I need to go. And I was like, sir, you're in my message. <laughs> what was he saying? I just need to make a decision. And you know what? In all of our lives with heads bowed and eyes closed and nobody looking around, brethren, that's all that it is. I just need to make a decision. I'm going to serve the Lord. I just need to make a decision. I'm going to come and I'm going to have gladness. I'm just going to, I'm not going to be stuck sucking lemons my whole life. Say, but the circumstances are bad. Brethren, join the club. We all face stuff. I joined the COVID club. You know what? I'm still singing for Jesus. I still have gladness. You know what, if I went to the club, he got me out of the club. You know that I'm thankful that his presence, I can come before his presence because with God, all things are possible. With Jesus, everything's gonna work out for good. See, what we need to do, we need to make a move. Let's, let's find a place to pray. Why don't you make a move? Make a decision, make a move and say, God, you know what my decision is? You fill in the blank because it's your decision. Let's find a place to pray. Have your way, God. And Lord, help us make decisions. They're ours to make, but oh, they have consequences, God. Let us make good ones with the grace of God. As she begins to sing, you begin to find a place of prayer. I was a wretch. I remember who I was. Lord Jesus, we give you glory. Have your way. I was lost. I was blind. He 
these altars are open if you want to make a meeting place with God. He's here. He's dealing with your heart. He's passing by. From the as you like God bless you in your decision make decisions preacher I made a decision in life and it didn't work make another one but make them your decisions you know we've all made decisions that weren't the best but don't stop make another decision make a better one if you get off course make another one to get back on course and God give you grace because God has amazing grace to us Lord, we've preached your word. God, help us make decisions that are eternally consequential. Help us make the right ones. And God, help us enjoy the benefits of making the right decision. Help us enjoy your gladness, your joy, and God, your presence. Your presence that makes all things possible. Your presence that gives us any miracle that we're looking for. Your presence that gives us confidence. Your presence that gives us peace. Your presence that ensures our fullness of joy. And God, we ask that you will give us grace to go forward from this place. In Jesus' precious name.
name. God bless you is our prayer. We got service tonight at 6. Soul winning. You're going soul winning again? Man, we got to tell people about Jesus. Tuesday at 6.30. Invite someone to church on your own. Take a church card. And potluck two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Oh, we have a special service. Pastor Keckles coming to preach September 1st. Thursday evening. It's not a Sunday. It's a Thursday evening. It's on our website. We'll probably announce it 10 more times. Pastor Keckle, one night, say, who's Pastor Keckle? Come and see, because he can preach. Right, Sister Cobb? Man, that man can preach. I'm not lifting up a band, but you know what? Come get a blessing. Come get a blessing, because I believe God will speak to your hearts, and he doesn't know anything about what's going on, but God does. And when someone comes in, we say, oh, that must be God, right? Because God speaks to our needs. With some guy that lives in Washington State, but you know what? God knows what we need, and God knows what you need. And my prayer is that God meets all of your needs. And we can make a decision to trust God for that. God bless you is our prayer. You are dismissed.